and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. I'm curious, do you want to know how to achieve lasting positive transformation, abundance and empower your life? If you are not happy with where you are today and the repeating patterns that represent in your life over and over again, then a radical shift is what's required to help you make changes and live your life more on purpose. All you need to do is sign up to our email list and you will receive an online module on how to create radical paradigm shifts. You can get it completely for free when you sign up to our email list at katherineplano.com. And as a valued subscriber, you are also going to get exclusive content that's only available to our email subscribers, where we will have members-only events, free access to online masterclasses, VIP and discount tickets to all events. Only available for people on our email list, we offer bonus content with more advanced tips that are exclusive just for our email subscribers. There is an amazing stuff available for you only if you sign up to the email list and you can do that by going to katherineplano.com and sign up on the homepage. This week, as always, we have another super amazing guest for you. We have Jessica Sapel. Jessica is a clinical nutritionist, also the founder of JS Health and the best-selling author of The Healthy Life and Living the Healthy Life. Jessica's philosophy revolves around balanced nutrition and establishing equilibrium for mind, body and soul. She is a big advocate for a minimal processed whole food diet that contains the essential macronutrients our body needs to thrive. She is passionate about helping women to achieve weight balance, good gut health, improved energy, glowing skin, and more. In 2018, Jessica and her team released the JS Health app, which features a world-first nutrition clinic hundreds of healthy recipes, a daily meal planner, health guides, body love support, and much more. Jessica has also been featured in publications such as Mind Body Green, Vogue, Elle, Marie Claire, Harper's Bazaar, amongst others. And she's also appeared on Today, Fox News, Channel 9, Channel 10. And now it's time to tune in to this very inspirational human being. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
Well, today I'm super excited. We have Jessica Seppel all the way from Sydney. And I say all the way from Sydney, it's actually just right next door to us being in Melbourne. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. No, it's awesome. And I was just saying, as Jessica, it's not very often we get women from Australia, so it's nice for a change. Mm. Yes. So, so Jessica, the, what we always love to start with asking our woman of inspiration her unique story. So tell us, uh, what inspired you to do what you do today? Um, well, I am a health author and nutritionist, and I think probably what's so unique is I was brought up in a very healthy home. Um, which I know is quite rare. I'm, you know, some 30 something years ago, I was literally brought up with a mom who's the best healthy cook I know, a grandmother who was meditating and, you know, drinking her lemon water and popping her supplements way before that was trendy. Um, so I've been living this beautiful, healthy life um, for as long as I can remember. And then after school, I went off and studied health and nutrition. But in between that, I kind of had a, a struggle with my own relationship with food and my body. I had really negative body image and I was one of those really chronic fad dieters. So I kind of lost that sense of balance um, that I had growing up. And then I reclaimed that while I studied health and nutrition. Um, and I guess that's kind of what my unique story is. is and, and then that's what created Jay's Health. I started a blog and the blog turned into books and the books turned into a brand. And I guess the brand turned into um, a whole lot of products and an app and a program. Wow. That's a so lot. The whole, the whole philosophy really is about my story and my struggle, which is about giving up fad dieting and finding balance with food and creating a wholesome, peaceful relationship with food and your body. So what was the turning point for you? What made you, what was that transition? What made you move from fad dieting to what you do now? I think probably my study is, you know, when you study health and nutrition, you learn about the body and the powerful healing nature of foods um, and how, <laughs> how what we ingest or just our lifestyles, how much that impacts our bodies and our systems. I think that's when I started realizing, oh, oh I'm not treating my body very well as a fad dieter. So that really was the turning point. And that's when I started really taking care of myself and my body um, and documenting really that the blog was a documentation or a diary of my transition from being a fat dieter to becoming this whole food balanced eater and starting to incorporate all the food groups again. I, you know, as a fat diet, I'd cut out all the major food groups. I was petrified of fats, carbs, everything. Um, and then learning about the, you know, learning nutrition really helped me understand the importance of all foods and taking care of your body. So that really probably was the, the turning point. So your uh, approach is very holistic, isn't it? Because we've had a few people, some have spoken about, um, you know, keto diet, uh, that kind mm. of thing where you're low carbs, low f uh, high fat. What are your thoughts around that? Yeah, so there's some great science behind some of these fad diets, but th this is from absolute clinical and personal experience. Fad diets just don't work in the long term. So you might um, get some really great results for the first couple months. But unfortunately, diets aren't designed to be realistic to our everyday lives. And in my opinion, they complicate our relationships with food. They cause an immense amount of stress, anxiety, fear, and guilt around food. And my whole philosophy is that your relationship with food and yourself is the most important part of the healthy life. And diets really make it hard to have that really beautiful, wholesome relationship. So um, I'm just not a fan. I'm really not a fan. I, as I said, I'm a nutritionist. I've studied all these diets. There's some great science behind some of them and there's some great research. But in all my time doing this for about, you know, seven or eight years now, I'm yet to meet someone who's been able to stick to these fad diets for longer than three to six months. So they're just not designed to be 
um, realistic to our everyday lives. Mm. And oh, look, I have to agree with you. I can't stick to one or the other. I think it's 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 about a combination and and blended very much. So I think you know my background being French, I love cheese, I love yeah. bread, I love all that sort of thing, and I'm not going to cut it out. That's for sure. But um, yeah, I agree. Totally. I agree with what you're saying. It's got to be more of a yeah. holistic approach. Everyone is unique, and what works for me may not work for you. We have to take on a more individualized approach. Mm. And this is where we have to become more mindful about our body. Totally. We have, mm. to, we have to learn to tune in. Yeah. So for those that don't know how to tune into the body, into their own body, what would be an advice from you, Jessica? So the first thing is to really block out the noise of the diet culture. Um, I think that's important because we're, we're being inundated with so much information from every different angle about what to eat, what not to eat, that it can actually become really confusing and overwhelming. So the first point is to actually block out and just tune into your body and start figuring out which foods work for you as an individual and starting to become a more mindful eater. So sitting down to a plate of food and just tuning into how that makes you feel. If you eat a big bowl of salad with some protein and sweet potato and avocado, how does that make you feel? Probably energized and satiated when, or when you have um, a big block of chocolate. How do you feel after that? Probably tired and bloated. Not to say you should absolutely indulge and eat the chocolate. That's a big part of my philosophy. But it's about just tuning in to how different foods make you feel. And, and over time, you will um, develop a way of eating that will really suit your body. Mm. So what are your thoughts, Jessica, about scales? Because I know some people are very strict about how much they weigh and they're on the scales every single day. Mm. And, uh, and especially with us women, depending on what time of the month, we could fluctuate because of, you know, re- uh, fluid Hormones. retention. Yeah. yeah. So what are your thoughts about mm. scales? Do you reckon ditch the scales or keep Definitely. them? I mean, a big part, I have an eight-week program and a big part of my philosophy that has created an enormous amount of results, like positive results, I think, is because um, I tell people to get rid of the scales for at least the first three months of their journey and then hopefully forever because scales, you know, we are not determined by the number on the scale. It really is not a reflection of ourselves. It becomes this kind of reflection of our self-worth. Um, the scales, the number is not of importance um, and it really does seem to trigger a huge amount of fear and anxiety and stress to a woman's life. I think we have enough of that. And I believe when we have less stress, our bodies come to a place of balance. So I don't believe we need a scale in order to achieve weight balance and to be comfortable. You know, it's really about just being comfortable in your body and um, I guess creating a really beautiful, wholesome relationship or having body confidence, just creating a really healthy relationship with your body. That's, that's much more important to being able to look in the mirror and feeling grateful, not hateful is what I always say. Mm. Um, scales, scales really make it difficult to have a a really positive relationship with your body. So I encourage everyone out there just to try giving up the scales for a month, maybe two months, to throw it out and see how freeing it feels. And you'll start to notice a a lot of peace run through your body and your mind. And you, and might, there might be a bit of a rebound phase where you feel like you can kind of go all out with eating or, um, but then that should start to fade away. And then you will feel like you can develop a more positive relationship with your body. So true. I ditched mine years ago, um, especially after going through menopause. Mine was very much fluctuating, and um, I, I can't, yeah. I can't tell you how much more headspace it gave me by not having. Yeah. That. Oh, that's so good. Yay. Yeah, I'm and, glad. And, and even like with training, I think you know, I always say that to some of my friends when they say, "How can I be putting on weight? I'm exercising. I'm like, muscle weighs more than fat." Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just not, it's just as, you know, I, I, as a nutritionist, I was seeing a lot of eating disorder patients. I just think it really is, um, very quite a harmful tool 
that we've been using. So I definitely am not a fan. Mm. And look, I also had a look at your website and I'm really intrigued with some of the supplements. What made you move into that area? And tell us a little bit about the products. Yeah, so I created J12 Vitamins really just, I've actually always been obsessed with vitamins. I guess being a nutritionist, I've grown up just being obsessed with anything um, health related because I really do believe in the powerful um, nature of nutrients and minerals. And I do think it can be quite hard to obtain it from diet alone and just because of the environment and the stress that we live in. Um, Of course, food always comes first, in my opinion, but then I've just found that supplements can be incredible helpful, you know, in my years of being a nutritionist and my personal use. So I really just wanted to create um, really pure products that could absolutely help people. And women would complain to me of the same things all the time, stress, energy, hair loss, inability to grow, you know, inability to grow hair, energy, fatigue, sleep, gut issues. I mean, there's always the same um, really the same complaints. I wanted to create formulas that could really, really attend to all of those needs. And that's really what we've created. So we've created products, um, very, very powerful ingredients. We only put ingredients in there that have research claims to show that they will help with that specific symptom. So for example, we have a bloating product. We have put in an ingredient in there that has the research claim to show that it helps reduce abdominal bloating and distension. So every single ingredient there has research backed. Um, they're basically all research backed. I love it. And I see that you've had some amazing results with the skin and the hair one as well. Yes. Um, yeah, the hair ones are incredible as well. We have skin and digestion because as a nutritionist, I've always believed in the, the connection between um, your your skin and your gut. Um, so I wanted to create a formula that will work simultaneously on the skin and the gut. So once once your, your gut is nicely healed and sealed, um, you'll notice that your skin starts to clear up as well. So it's a really, really beautiful formula that works on both. Mm. the skin and yeah. the gut yeah absolutely absolutely so Jessica you are very successful at what you do so what would be a piece of advice you would like to give our tribe uh, and those that are listening uh, if they wanted to embark on a new career or just change their mm. life in some way oh well, I think a, a lot of it comes down to probably believing in yourself um, which can be really hard to believe that you're worthy of um, creating a job that you love. I know I didn't feel worthy for a very long time and everyone is deserving of absolutely living their, their best life, their dream life. And I think, and also coming, coming, or I guess tuning into what that passion is. I think the minute you feel passionate about your work, I'm absolutely, I wake up every day and I'm so passionate about how can I help the JS Health community? How can I support them? I'm so excited about it. I'm so passionate about it. It kind of makes my job feel much, much easier. So um, I think, I think really, really connecting to your passion, connecting to a message that is resonates with you, trying to find a niche um, that you get excited about, but also then believing in yourself and believing that you're worthy of um, having that dream career or creating a life that you've always wanted. And that takes some time and takes some work. So it doesn't happen overnight, but that's probably my top advice. And I love the fact that you say it doesn't happen overnight because people will see only the result but not really see the hard work yes. that's gone oh, behind is, it. This has taken a lot of therapy. Um, you know, I've been in therapy for many years just working on the fact that I'm, you know, deserving of um, success and a, and a career that I love. And, some, you know, for some reason, us women, we are so hard on ourselves and we don't, often just don't feel worthy of it. Of, of having our dreams or living living our best life. 
That is so true. And it is a very common uh, topic when we talk about self-worth. So what was maybe some of the things that helped you moved, move towards feeling more worthy of being successful and doing the things that you do today? I was very lucky because I met my husband like a couple of years ago who really was, I mean, it should never come from someone else, but he, his love for me was so unconditional. He definitely helped me um, realize that I am worth much more than I thought I was, but I was in therapy. So I think that really has helped being in therapy and understanding why I, you know, stopped believing in myself um, and why, where, where that came from and where that those pains and struggles have come from. Sorry, what was your what was your question again? I just missed that. No, how did you uh, how did you work through the self worth thing? Yeah, it is one of those things that we all talk about and we all experience. Uh, the majority of us, and how do we actually then feel that we are worthy of success? I really think it takes so much time and practice. As I said, I've been in therapy for so many years, and it's just a daily practice. I mean, gratitude has probably changed my life. As corny as it sounds, like waking up and just thanking the universe for the things that you do have often makes you feel just a little bit more worthy or just a little bit more satisfied with your life. Um, you know, not, not sometimes it just feels enough. I think we're always striving for more and more and just being grateful for what we do have can also help with self-worth, taking time out for yourself, connecting to yourself, not taking care of everyone else around you because we, all we do is take care of everyone else. You know, as women, we're very good at taking care of everyone else. Um, except for ourselves, so really carving out time for ourselves to be able to reconnect ourselves um, and just connecting to yourself really does also help to build up your self-worth and self-belief. So true. And I don't think uh, gratitude is cliche. I think if gratitude actually helps you focus on being present on what you do have rather than seek external of yourself and always wanting more. Totally. Definitely. The other thing you talked about, which is we do have a lot of women and businessmen and women and entrepreneurs, you talked about finding your niche. How did you find your niche? I think I was a little bit lucky because from a very young age, I kind of just knew I wanted to be a nutritionist. I went to um, like a health, I guess, like a yoga retreat with my grandmother and there was a talk by a nutritionist and I remember saying to my granny, that's what I want to be. So I think for me, I was really, really lucky. I've just always been very passionate about that. But it really does, again, take time and I think – I think you need some space and time to figure it out. You know, you need to actually put aside some free space to be free, to to have time to slow down, um, to get away from the chaos and the and the craziness of life. And that's when you start to really connect to what excites you and lights you up. I think these days it's really hard to do that because we're so busy and so caught up in social media and the stress and the chaos. We don't have time for ourselves. And of course, we're not going to be able to figure out what, what it is that we love when there's no time. So just really, um, really carving out some time for yourself is probably the best step mm, to tuning so, into that. So true. And you've got a cool grandmother, by the way. I do. You do. I have two cool grandmothers. Two cool grandmothers. So, Jessica, you, you've had an amazing adventure on your way and um, I would love to know, what has been one of your greatest lessons learned thus far? Hmm, such a good question. I think that I am capable of more than I ever thought I would be, that I'm stronger, I'm much stronger than I thought I was. Um, the lesson is, is that I really, the other probably lesson is, is that I don't think you need I think life is full of good and really hard moments and you actually need both to live your best life. So my biggest pains, my biggest struggles, my biggest challenges have actually led me to this point. So I think we're always trying to live this perfect, perfect, happy, balanced life, but actually 
pain, struggle, and all of that is is part of it, and actually um, makes us stronger. Um, and has been what has given me the strength to build JS Health. Mm, and so on- actually, instead of resisting those hard times, kind of some, as high as it can be, sometimes being grateful for them because at the end of it, something good is probably coming and it will make you stronger. Absolutely. And we learn from our pain, don't we? Yes, we do. So on that, I would l- always love to ask our woman of inspiration about pain points, we believe. We all have pain points. What are some of your pain points and how do you uh, release your pain points and get to a solution? Mm, well, I'm definitely an A-type personality. So for me, it's about not needing to do it all perfectly at all times. I think um, it doesn't need to be done perfectly and it often um, just causes so much stress within yourself and it kind of just being – as I think for me, it's just about being a little kinder to myself is probably my biggest pain point and learning to go with the flow and that it will happen the way it happens and letting go of the imperfect times or the things that don't go my way. Um, I've just learned to kind of step back, take a few steps back. And that's always been my, that's kind of been my biggest um, lesson lately is when I'm feeling caught up in something, feeling the stress, I kind of take three steps three steps back and create some distance and then take some time to go away from that hard solution or situation um, and then I normally come back with more focus and clarity. So releasing the need to do it all perfectly but then also just um, giving myself some space when it all feels too much. Mm, I love that. It's That's kind of like almost working on your business rather than in your business and, and getting caught up within the vortex or the turmoil of the business. Yes. I think it's really important to take a few steps back. And that means also just taking time out for myself. You know, Mm. Um, you can't pour from an an empty cup. So making sure that I refuel myself and that I'm energized for my team and for the business. And that that also allows me to continue to be passionate about what I do. Mm, You can tell you're very, very passionate about what you do. And I'm sure your team are too. Uh, Thank you. They are. I'm very lucky. Very lucky. And that that sometimes is a pain point for some organizations or some entrepreneurs to get the right team. Yes, I think that has taken me a long time. So at the moment, I have the best team ever. I'm so, so grateful. Um, but it has taken me a couple of years to learn how to find those people and, and and what those sort of people, you know, need to come with. So I'm curious, how did you get to that? What was your trick? Because I, I know for myself, I have to outsource that kind of thing because I'm not good at it. And I've been in business for 10 years. So what's your trick? Yeah. I'm really just finding people who are truly passionate about the brand. They really just have to be really excited to come to work every day. I'm also really, I have to say, quite good at creating a beautiful work culture, making sure that we all connect and have dinners together and have some time after work together and making sure my staff have a good lunch break, um, making sure that they have flexibility if they need to come into work late and work from home, you know, making sure that they feel really comfortable in their work environment, but also finding people who are probably experienced and mature enough to take on the workload of a small business and the fast pace of it. So we kind of have it, we're sense, a sense of it. And we always put people on trials just to see if they're happy, if we're happy. Um, but it's kind of trial and error. Mm. <laughs> Takes a couple of years to learn how to find the right people, I think. Yeah, you must be very good at it. Not so, but I but I'm learning to be I'm learning to be better, definitely. Uh- Excellent. So, Jessica, the other thing is, and you'll hear the, about this all the time, that you know, you're know you lucky to survive 12 months in business. So what do you think is a reason or a number one reason people fail to succeed in business? Well, I think just every day there's so many challenges and roadblocks and it's so easy to say, you know what, I'm just 
this is enough, enough is enough. But actually, those are probably the points, the moments where you have to push through. And every time it's become incredibly, incredibly hard or challenging, that's my moment to say, ah, uh-uh, I've got to keep going. I've got to push through. And that's probably where a lot of people fail or not. I don't like the word fail where people, a lot of people kind of give up is because it does get, it's really, really hard. I think having your own business, having success looks so glamorous on the outside, but it's, it's really, really tough work and you have to be willing to put in the tough work, the tough hours, um, to make it work. And, and it's going to be filled with so many challenges and just accepting that, accepting that every day has pains and challenges. Like these days, you could throw anything at me and it doesn't really affect me because I'm, I'm, I just understand that that's what business takes. It just is full of daily challenges and you just have to keep going and keep pushing through. So obviously you're very good at when there's a, a challenge that comes your way, you look at it as an opportunity and, and work towards a I solution just- really quickly. Yeah, I just kind of, I, I just look at it as, ah, this is just part of a business, you know, it's just it, everyone is dealing with it, the biggest and the smallest companies in the world. And so, yes, you just got to find the best possible solution. Sometimes there is a solution, sometimes there isn't a solution. You know, it's not the end of the world. I think, you know, if you have your health and your mental health and a fat, I think, you know, I, I think I've learned what to, what's important to me. And sometimes these little business challenges here and there, you know, they're not the end of the world. So having perspective, I think is really important. Mm, I agree with that. Absolutely. So let's go back in time, Jessica, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, what would I give my advice? Would I give to my younger self? Um, I think just to keep dreaming. Like I was such a dreamer as a child and um, I didn't, I don't know if that was weird, but like being a dreamer is so great and, and probably allowed me to do what I do. So the advice I would give to myself is keep dreaming because your dreams are absolutely possible. So for those, because we always say like dream big uh, and, you know, visualize, materialize and it will happen. How did you make your dream come into reality? I think I am quite a good visualizer. I do visualize my life and I try and manifest. I, I am a bit of a manifester. So just visualizing what it is that I'm trying to create for my life, whether it's a husband or my future family or my work, um, having a visualization practice and manifestation practice and absolutely gratitude. Being grateful for what you have now always creates more abundance. Um, so I think I attract, I think you attract abundance when you're feeling incredibly grateful for everything that you have and, um, it's a lot of, as I said, I've been in therapy for many years. So working on my self-worth, working on my self-belief, working on my confidence, um, and working on just knowing that I am worthy mm. of good things, of good things. I love it. And so you were talking about visualization and manifesting. So, uh, they go very much hand in hand. When you're talking about visualization, do you do a vision board, a dream board? Like how yeah, do you visualize? So I do have a vision board, but I also do just, um, I guess I, 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 I do, I do write down manifestations. So like I place them all around my house, whatever I like sort of goals that I have in my personal professional life. And then I do have just daily, like a daily meditation practice where I visualize um, my dreams and visualize what it is I'm trying to create or manifest. So just closing my eyes and just coming present, coming centered, and then like visualizing what it is that I'm hoping to, even if it's just the day ahead or the week ahead or something, um, some sort of dream. I love that. So you're actually sort of like putting it out there and setting your intentions to make them to come to fruition. Totally, totally, yes. Mm. So, Jessica, who has been your greatest influence thus far? 
Oh, probably my mom. As I was saying, she is just such a healthy, fit, um, inspiring, positive female, the most positive female that I know. And she really taught me how to cook healthy food. Jay's Health is all about healthy recipes and healthy cooking with ease. So she really taught me all of that. She's just an incredibly positive, strong female. So I would probably have to say her. And do you two collaborate? And she works for Yes, we do. We we she's taught me so many recipes, and I really my dream is to really. I mean, I've just um, finished my third book, but my dream is to really um, write a book with her. Oh, how gorgeous! <laughs> that would be lovely. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, what we do as we start wrapping up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. So, what would be that one word for you? Oh. I think right now it's probably strong and thriving. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I have to pick one word. I mean, it's really um, come to a place now where, oh, I guess, if no, if I could, honestly, I might have to change that. I think if I were to describe my brand right now, it would just be authentic. I think the brand is in a place where the community just trusts us. Everything is for them. Every product is for them. Every digital product is for them. Um, they are our, that we we truly care about um, the community and um, the people that are part you know the Jays Health community. So I think I think they can really feel that authenticity and true care for them. Mm, I love that. The other thing that we do as we wrap up, we always love to ask our women of inspiration to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners or three practical exercises for our audience. What would be those three that you would like to yeah. leave today? Well, for me personally, I must make sure that I carve out time for a morning and nighttime routine. So I have a really nourishing Jay's Health morning routine where where I don't check any emails or social media until after this morning routine. So I have 30 minutes where I either exercise, practice yoga, have my um, my vitamins, my breakfast, and have a really, really great start to the day and then the same at the end of the day. So I switch everything off. I switch off all my social media, emails, everything by 7 o'clock every single night or maximum 8 o'clock, the latest. Um, I'm very, very strict about switching off my technology by a certain time. And then I wind down and have dinner with my husband and go for a walk maybe around the block or, and have downtime. So I'm, I'm very, I think those two things have honestly changed my life and have, have given me the ability to sleep well and then wake up refreshed and energized to keep building my business, keep building my dream. And I think just having that, you know, you need to keep taking care of yourself in the first half of the day and the end of the day. Um, I think those, those have been incredibly powerful for me. And the other thing is definitely having social media boundaries. I think we need to learn how to switch just in general, like one day a week, Sundays, just being off social media, I actually delete the social media icons from my phone on the weekend so I can have time and space to breathe. And that really re-energizes me for the week ahead. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And just learning to to enjoy, I mean, to enjoy the journey because, I think we're always trying to get to the end, we're always trying to get the prize, we're always trying to, you know, like um, get to the end of the journey and actually the journey is probably the best part. Building Jay's Health has been the best, best fun ever. Um, and so I think, learn. I know it sounds, again, cliche, but just learning to enjoy the journey because it often is the best part. Absolutely. So when you say you d- delete your icons, do you then put them back on in Yeah, uh, in they the just mornings? take five seconds. They just take five seconds to reload. Yeah. That's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm very, very, very strict about social media and technology boundaries. I think it's allowed allows gives me space and time to heal and de-stress. Yeah, and do you do your own social media or do you have team members that look after it? 
Um, I do my own JS Health social media, but then we also have a vitamins, a JS Health vitamins social media, which I have help on as well because that's more of a product page. Mm. So it's kind of different. Whereas the JS Health Instagram is very much me and has my touch, and it's important that I stay on there. Okay, so Jessica, just quickly with your morning routines, do you alternate with what you do in the mornings, or do you? Yeah, have, yeah you do. I'm pretty flexible. Like I really like to tune in. Maybe I'll wake up in the morning and I'll feel like a beautiful walk in nature. One morning I'll wake up and I'll feel like I really need a yoga practice. I'm very flexible, very intuitive. Um, I don't listen or watch what anyone else is doing. I really like to tune into my body. And um, yeah, I totally, I totally change it up. And I think that's really important too. So you just go with what your body is telling you at the time, depending totally. on how you feel. Totally. Awesome. So, Jessica, where is the best place for our listeners to find you? Oh, probably on Instagram, JS Health, at JS Health is our hashtag. And then my website is jessicaseppel.com. And for the vitamins, it's just jshealthvitamins.com. Thank you so, so very much. We'll have them in the show notes. I can't thank you enough for oh, coming cool. on the show and sharing your divine. wealth of wisdom. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. That was great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jessica. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care of yourself.